Punch Sing the Achievement Hunter song to intro our podcast. Just go with the theme song. And last week we talked about what? <laughs> Sarge backbeats work for everything. The, the Sarge backbeat might be the most used uh, red versus blue soundbite in uh, podcast theme song entries. Maybe. Oh, the Sarge, so oh wait, well. the Sarge beat bed. I'm sorry. Sorry to offend exactly. your, your sensibilities, you. Bernie. Show a little respect. I just say, though, when I hear something like that, if it seems like anybody can produce something of quality now. Like, the tools are to that point. If he'd made that in, like, 1985, that would have been on the radio and probably would have been <laughs> a top Smash number one hit, yeah. You ever feeling, Joel, that if you were making movies back in, like, 1973 or whatever, or in the 50s, anybody can make a movie? I, I remember I had, like, I remember when I was seven, and so for everyone else, that was, like, 1930, and I had a little video camcorder. I was, like, seven years old, I made, like, a little movie, a little camcorder or whatever, it was, like... Um, it was Car Wars, and I did the stop motion photography with this uh, video camera that we rented. I thought it was amazing. So but, I guess yeah. Joel disproves your idea then that anybody with a camera in the fifties could have been successful. I mean, you could have been a star <laughs> if you had. It, it was the equipment was the difference. You had a little VHS camera, I'm assuming, or yeah, maybe yeah, it was yeah. reel to reel tape video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was. There was a little elf that drew pictures. I can't you be sure you moved your hand at like 20 rotations per second. Otherwise, exactly. <laughs> the speed would be screwed up. People were in better shape back then. Joel did that video with the horse back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> he worked with Moy Bridge extensively uh, in his early years. So, how's everyone doing? I missed uh, last week's podcast. Dude, I haven't been on the podcast in so long. I hope I remember how to do it. Yeah, it's been a while for Talking you. to this, right? Yeah, Is talk, that your talk, first talk miss? That's my second miss. I missed uh, podcast number 12 oh, as well. You... Podcast number 12 is the one Jeff edited, and I think it's the only one that starts without a theme song. I think the theme song comes like a minute into it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I tried. To, I decided to mix it up a bit that time. It's, not, it's like a dramatic pause. Yeah, we had like a little... A little uh, the, the, the complaints haven't stopped since then. I'm still, get, still getting them. It's performance <laughs> art. It's, yeah, yeah, it's performance art. You gotta I did, go with it. I, uh, I did a little talking first. If, if I introed the intro song. Yeah, you introed the if intro. If anyone's forgotten how to do the podcast, it's very simple. All you have to do is cuss and then stick some <laughs> words in between those, Did those you, words. Did you want me to pie, pie chart? Form a very strong opinion about something and then argue. Speaking right. of swearing. And then deny that you argued that point. Yes. Did, Did you see the guy who uh, has started to count how much each of us swears in the podcast and has made a pie chart for it? I have seen that. You are, I'm embarrassed to say you're destroying me. I'm in second place. No. You, you said yeah, fuck you, like you, 69 you times. You are the filthiest mouth in the podcast. Is that true? Yes. I, I did you like, actually say it 69 times? Because that like would be 65. That would be impressive. Performance art, Joel, just like you said. I, thought, I was so proud of myself because I, I saw it and it was like you said fuck, 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 fuck 26 times. <laughs> and uh, I was like, that's not bad, right? And then I looked at Gus. Gus was like 12. And I was like, oh. I thought I'm in first place. Sorry, I'm trying please, to come Please, keep moving the table. Please, keep moving the table. You forgot how to do the podcast already. And it's obvious. Don't touch the fucking table and move the mics. <laughs> He's visiting over here. He's going to have a panic attack or something. Just, why, why don't I you take a big drink out of your soda right into the middle of the microphone and burp loudly, please? <sighs> there we go. Or just adjust. Are you going to put? Oh, great! That sounded awesome too. Putting yeah, so and I felt really good. Cut together later. That's only those sounds. <laughs> and just cut the words out. I cut the filthiest sounds out of the podcast. It, it, it's disgusting. I, I should, say, no I should one, save an out. Hopefully, no one file. make a pie chart about that. 
<laughs> yeah, no kidding. That would be bad. So, but, so anyway, so I was very proud of my pie chart, and then I saw Bernie's, and I got. Sad. My wife but, says that I have a horribly dirty mouth. You are I, terrible, and you know what's so bad I about Jeff you? Was way worse. That he he's got like a Bernie's got a cute little kid or whatever, and the cute little kid would be there like playing a video game. Bernie would be like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> it's just like, no, 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 no. Don't do that. But yeah, I've never heard him cuss, so you're doing something right. But it's like, no, you're a horrible influence. I'm more worried about the younger one. You do it too. Jeff does it too. Pick up on it. <laughs> no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, Millie would be sitting right there, and you're like, goddamn, fucking good. And it's like, no, 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 no. I like how See, just I talking like... about your children, Joel doesn't curse. <laughs> <laughs> he does like the thing where it's like exclamation marks and asterisks and at signs. I try, well, I try right not to. <laughs> I try not to. I feel like I've been trying to like train myself to not curse just for because it's like once you get in that automatic drive yeah you know it just it takes over it's the worst it is you guys have no you have no guilt whatsoever just why there why, the, why the I, hell no. should i learn adapt for her she i'm 35 she's five she <laughs> adapt to my lifestyle it, it's, e- it's easier for kids to learn a new language like cursing right that's right yeah so uh she should be able to pick it up no problem it's called daddy talk daddy talk i think my kid is a lot more mature than I am in a lot of ways. <laughs> he he would tell me. He'd say, "Daddy, you said a bad word." And I'd say, "Well, it's okay. You can hear it. You just can't say it. <laughs> That's our new policy. It's okay for you to hear it because then he doesn't hassle me about it. Just just don't say it. Just tell him you'll punish yourself later when he's asleep." Bernie also like drives around without a seatbelt. Like he's the only person I know who drives around. Like the little kid gets in the in the car, puts the seatbelt on. Murray's drives around, no seatbelt. It's he, like how he does that? He releases that for me as well. It's like how do you not drive around with? And especially because you've got that light and that sound. It goes bong, 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 bong. It's like how is that not? I figured out a way to turn that thing I you know I don't know. My it's another thing my wife rides me about is don't you know you have to wear your seatbelt. And I was just in a car accident, a six car pileup on the freeway. And I was wearing my seatbelt. So well, you weren't wearing your seatbelt. You were wearing my seatbelt. I was wearing Jeff's seatbelt. Does anyone know the details of all this? Well, the no. details, I mean, this is where they're determining fault, and it was pretty clear I wasn't at fault. But I was I was supposed to do that drive, too, by the way, and I'm glad I didn't. You know I what? I was in that car because Joel was could not find his keys. We were trying to get somebody to the airport, <clears> and it was just like nobody gave a shit. I, we came rushing back from lunch. I'm like, we got to go. We got to get to the airport. And they're like, hey, come over here and check out what I'm doing. Hey, let's yeah, go, yeah, we're doing, like, let's we're, get her to the airport. Let's go. Doing this working thing. It's, it's, it's like, sound. we got to move. Right, of course, the, reason, the real reason I couldn't drive her is because my car is so cluttered with crap. My truck. My, my truck is become funny. the so, pit of the office. You've gotten the inside of your truck dirtier than the bed. I think, it, I think so. <laughs> I, think the, I think when people take trash out of the office, it goes to Bernie's truck. And then from Bernie's truck, like it, a, it literally it's does. Like a, for, it's like for, a wormhole. Yeah. It's just like when they talk about like that swirling garbage thing in the Pacific Ocean. It's yeah. not the Pacific Ocean. It's the back of Bernie's truck. <laughs> the, thing, the thing that's annoying about this car accident is that I keep hearing it's karma because my wife got into an accident in Bernie's truck a little while back. Mm-hmm. But how does karma – how does it – how does that work? I didn't fuck with anybody's Te- car. Texas is a communal property state, so technically it's her car too. I guess so. Uh, it's karma because you bugged us for years to have your wife come work here. Oh, okay. That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's the karma. Zing. Touche. This, this is the longer play here. There, there you go. But Griffin – what Jeff's talking about is Griffin borrowed my truck. And wreck my truck. Of course, if, I, if it's yeah. possible to wreck your truck any, fr- I mean, it's almost at the I point where care. if your truck gets into a wreck, somehow it'll get better. I, I just like was like, "Are you okay? Whatever, that's fine. Just make sure everybody's okay." Are you talking about Fantastic Fest? Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah let's talk not. about Fantastic Fest. Your wife pointed out to me 
that Jeff, your wife, My pointed wife. out to me that she saw me drinking a beer at 9.30 in the morning. I didn't even know that I was doing it. I also saw that. I didn't even know. I, I had no – I came in and we were dealing with this Fantastic Fest, which is a film festival, with, which then also has now a gaming component of it called Fantastic Arcade. It was a very fun event, but it involved two of the things that I hate, work and organizing other people. I fucking hate there's, – oh, there's another F word. There, there, there's, <laughs> there's no question about it. I learned this lesson a long time ago. If you're dealing with conventions or film festivals – if you have a panel or anything like that to do, if you're on that panel, guess what? You are now in charge of yeah. every single aspect of that panel. It does feel that way. And I, I think that's that that a mentality that we have that we just kind of like – we know no one's going to I learned. I learned this lesson. Right I, remember, I, learned, I learned this lesson at Acon a long time ago where I learned that uh, opening night was really – not opening night, where apparently there's panels before. I, I, it's all chaos. Something no. that happens at, pa- at festivals in general is that there is the idea that since you're there, you're there. You are there 24 hours a day if they need access to you for whatever. It's like, like you, oh, hey, we're we're doing a costume contest. You guys are going to MC it. It's like, what the? F- what are you talking about? That, I was that, that. That's right. Like there was some so contest, a costume contest, a cosplay contest. Yeah. And like all of a sudden, I was I don't know what happened, but all of a sudden, I was the guy who's supposed to run it and I MC remember that. it. And so I don't know any I, anyone. You, you were in trouble because you anime. didn't pack a tuxedo to go to that event. Dude, yeah. I was I was in that thing in front of a room of literally a thousand people, and I couldn't I didn't know the names of any of these people. And a guy in the third row literally started like making fun of me. He was like, ah. <laughs> You don't know, ha ha! And so I was like, "You!" I pointed at you. Come up here, and I made him come up in front of the audience, and I made him MC with me. So, by the way, they they were the best. Yeah, it totally worked. They were also delayed, and you had to vamp for like an hour. Oh yeah, it was was me and Dan. It was like, hey, hey, we can't. Can you guys make jokes for like fifteen minutes? I'm sure Dan was a big help in that too. He probably just stood there and laughed at you. Dan just stood there and laughed at you. I'm guessing, pretty much. It was like, ah, okay, I'm telling a joke, and then you hold the microphone up to Dan. It would just be like do the podcast where you just say like, fuck. First of all, I want to be clear. We're not lumping in Fantastic Fest, which is actually run by professionals with Acon. That's no, true. No. That's Here's true. everything that happened to Joel at Acon that year. See, Joel, you have a double-edged sword, which is you're the only good-looking one at the company, and you play the most popular character. So people always want to get involved with Joel. Like when we go to conventions, typically Joel is the guy they want to use for stuff. Joel had to go to an autograph panel that you didn't know about and had to sit on the autograph gallery – then you had to judge that co- that cosplay contest at midnight. They also, they sprung this on you all the time, uh, like like an hour before the event. You had to vamp because they weren't ready. They just and, get and, up there and vamp in front of a thousand I, people. I blocked this out, but there was also like, oh, by the way, we're giving you away as a free right. date for the night <laughs> in a contest. It's like, what? Awesome. What? So there was like some sort of a game show thing where it's you like were auctioned off. Yeah, were they? I, and they didn't even tell me. That. I was. It happened to you, and I still understand it better. How is that possible? <laughs> I, I don't know. That, <laughs> in in, in Acon's defense, I think that the auction and the cosplay contest were another convention, but I can't remember. It was which Orlando. One it was. Fuck it, oh, that's on. right. You're right. It was Orlando. It was. It was one in Orlando. I remember uh, now. The other thing, Gus, we've learned over the years is, and they. Oh, by the way, they auctioned Joel off, and they criticized Joel. For not, like Gus said, having a tuxedo at the ready for the auction. So Joel's up there in like an I Like Me t-shirt <laughs> while everyone else, all the other guys being auctioned off are in suits. And they're like, what's wrong with yeah, you? What's, we, we, why don't you dress right? We don't do events where you have to dress up typically. If I can't show up in a t-shirt and shorts, it's like. 
We don't do anything <laughs> where you have to dress <laughs> up. We, I just look at 12-year-old. Yeah. We don't do weddings or funerals or anything. That was, that that was the main motivation up. for the company probably, right? <laughs> just so we don't have to. I had to go to an event recently, a sudden event where I had to wear a suit. Didn't. I worked in corporate America for 12 years, man. Yeah. I don't have a suit. I, think, I don't have one suit. I think the t-shirt I'm wearing right now is 11 years old. It's like, is it really? <laughs> yes. Wow. It's like, I have, I have a shirt that I think is as old as Ben. <laughs> but I, I still have in regular rotation. <laughs> and probably taller than him. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we, we, are not, we are not classy dudes. But Nat, not, he actually, we should, while we're bringing all this up and talking about Ben, Ben is actually the stylish one of the group. He is. He's he, dapper. He is very dapper. Well, he's European, so he already has an edge, right? He also, well, I, I made the short is this, joke. Is English European? Gavin is also European. I mean, and... And he, well, he's got the hair working, so yeah. he's got the European hair. He looks like the bait on To Catch a Predator. <laughs> <laughs> I went to, uh, I went to England. <laughs> he does, like, the one picture that he put up just recently, it was like, did he, is he Thailand? When <laughs> to him? You know, it's funny. I was just talking with Gavin on AIM, and he's like, be sure to bring me up a bunch on the podcast today. And then quite naturally, it happened without him. Look at that. Yeah. At least he somehow got out of the headlight fluid joke. Yeah. I will uh, I will say I went and saw Ben this summer in England, and he secretly grew like a foot and a half. Oh, yeah? He's, he's tall now. Nice. He's like, yeah, he's got to be. Oh, foot and a half in height. Yeah. <laughs> is it, is it, so which over there is like meters, totally yeah. right? <laughs> How many stones is that? Uh, he's, uh, I think he's four stones now. Oh, what okay. the fuck is that? What is... I, I have no idea. You have, they have to realize that that is the single most archaic unit of measurement, right? What, stones? stones? Yeah, yeah. What, what would be I worse? A stone is what like would be more 14 archaic? pounds or something? I think it's like 22 pounds. Is it? it is super inaccurate. I think a stone's 14 pounds. I think you're right, Gus. 14 point something. So, like, when you talk about the weight of someone, yeah. it's like... 14 he weighs, pounds. He weighs 18 stone. Plus, on top like, of that, it's not even, like, a round number. It's 14 pounds. <laughs> like, this someone was like, man, that's a big stone. I'm going to start weighing stuff compared to that. 14 pounds. This stone will be the unit with which we measure everything from here on out. The English are far more messed up than anybody. We get I mean, a lot of flack for not being on the metric system, but they're, like... They're on the metric system, the standard system, and then some kind of archaic, like... It's based on the sun and stones and yeah. just the oldest possible units of measurement. Yeah, instead of an atomic clock, I hear they use Stonehenge to, like, synchronize all their computers in, uh, in the UK. Wasn't there some breakthrough on Stonehenge recently? Like, they figured something out about it? Yes. What was it? I don't remember. I don't remember either. It was – they found some stuff underground by doing, like, uh, like digital imaging or some kind of, like – they, they they surveyed the land and determined that there Turns was out shit there's underground. There's I think it was some sort of fourteen uh, pound stone buried underneath yeah. the stone. <laughs> they found the first stone. Uh, I think it was some. They they've determined. I think that it was some sort of burial ground. Stonehenge. Oh. <laughs> I told Matt. That's pretty yeah. disappointing, actually. Yeah, that's pretty. It was like a ceremonial burial. I would like I think, more alien something. I would ask. Sounds like viral marketing so, for Civilization Five, uh, isn't it? I'm I'm like, God, <laughs> it does. I would ask Gavin, but he knows nothing about his country. I'm looking here at uh, Discover Magazine. No way. He won't know a thing about it. I would say, I'd, "Hey, what do you think Stonehenge is?" And he'd go, "Stonehenge." <laughs> like the what? first time he'd ever heard it in his entire life. Never heard of it. Doesn't ring a bell. I feel uh, like we're we're. Gus, it, is the, that, Gus is the only one with a laptop right now. Yeah. He's like, looking up stone. Yeah. yeah, apparently it's not a tomb like they first thought it was. There's no, not a single bone in there. Um, apparently they discovered it's a pile of rocks. It contained thousands of stones. <laughs> one hinge. How much does it weigh? <laughs> no, there's, it's, it's nothing. It says there's nothing about it. 
Do you ever see the dude in the middle? There, there, were, there were just a bunch of rocks there, so they built. They put the big rocks with the with the thousands of rocks that <laughs> Man. were there. All right, well there you go. Be- people in the old days, dude, they didn't have the internet. They had shitloads of time, and they had to do something in order to mark that time. <laughs> Keep people Somebody's from turning on themselves. Someone knock on the door. Come the door. in, please. Hello. Hello. I guess they're not knocking. Somebody just rubbed up against the door. Fuckers. Did you ever see the news reports or the stories about the guy? In middle America somewhere, I want to say it's like Ohio, where he's trying to build Stonehenge on his own with no tools whatsoever to prove that you can do it. No. no. He's moving. You know, you're talking about those guys in the past not have, you know, having too much free time. Why, why is he doing See, that guy's got the internet. Maybe since the internet came around, maybe he stopped doing he's it. A, but He's in communication with aliens. They're helping him out. He does all this stuff with like fulcrums and just like little pebbles to and see if he to can rotate do it? things. Yeah, and he digs big pits and he just like – it's a guy just sitting there moving this – like, there's like a 40-ton slab of stone. He's just, like, moving it with one arm because he's got it balanced the right way. Does he realize there's no achievements associated with this? <laughs> no. No. He's going to be really disappointed. I bet he's a hit with the ladies. <laughs> Dude, I don't know, man. If you're in your backyard, like, moving 40 tons of rock with one arm, I think that could attract a few ladies. <laughs> you never know. So did you guys take a look? I sent the email the other day to you guys about the uh, the guy who made the Red vs. Blue theatrical trailer. That was badass. I guess he uh, did it for oh, the Wait, line. now they're knocking on the door again. Hey. Oh, it's okay. Oh, no, we're good here. Thank you. No, we're clean. No, we're good. Okay. Well, now I feel bad. Now I feel terrible. <laughs> yelling at the clean lady. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Hey, so did you guys see the other day? <laughs> come on, come on, give it again. I'm trying to trying to cut that out. Hey, dude. <laughs> I can't do it now. Why did you cut out those? Yeah, that well, I'm just cut out the best part of the podcast. <laughs> the cameo by the cleaning crew. Yeah. Uh, I feel bad now. This guy's trailer was awesome. Uh, I guess he did a trailer for The Recollection. It went from... Yeah, I guess it covered the whole Recollection series. It was, it was actually mm-hmm. yeah, pretty, it was good. It was pretty well done, about three minutes long. What I thought was really cool about it is that he took moments from the series... And, and then move dialogue from other scenes into it to, yeah. to, to tell the story, but yeah. you know, using powerful imagery from different parts of it. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Did he, did we he have away, powerful he, he, imagery he, he, in our series? The, the only problem I it's had with Halo, the is, it's the most powerful <laughs> imagery there is. He gave away every single cool thing <laughs> throughout the three seasons in that trailer. Like there's the the, the pelican crashing, you so know, the he, big uh, fight sequences. And then here you are giving him away again. If, if you won't see that. He uh, so he mission impossible. <laughs> what do you worry about? Why, <laughs> what do you why? care? Well, if it's going to be a trailer, people haven't theoretically haven't seen it yet. I don't know if you've seen trailers for movies, but they tend to give away a lot of stuff. I guess that's true. I saw some movie trailer the other day where it was like, I just watched that entire I, damn movie. I wish they would. I wish they would stop doing that. I wish it would either be you know part of the story or a, a good misdirection or it's like it's weird when the marketing and gets a whole rap, dude. No, they don't care at all. They just want people to go see it. I saw a trailer for a movie called Letters to Juliet. Which I would never see. It's a chick movie, but it, it was like three minutes long, and they they, they literally gave away every single. Point I think in that that's film. the one I was thinking. About. I yeah. saw I saw the American, which was the reverse, because apparently that was a movie that should have just been a trailer. Oh, really? Yes, because about four things happened in that movie. Yeah, and that was it, and they drew it out to two hours. I saw that Shutter Island, and it was one of those movies where I sat the first five minutes. I'm like, I think I pretty much understand everything. Dude, that's I figured in the movie. I figured that movie on the trailer. Yeah, was right. so obvious. Yeah, of course. I can't remember who's an American. What's what's that guy's name? George, George Clooney. Clooney. George Clooney. You, yeah. get, you see, you see George Clooney walking around like Italy or whatever, and it's like after about the first hour, you get the feeling. Well, maybe the first ten minutes, you get the feeling. Oh, I see. George Clooney just wanted to be in Italy, for <laughs> yeah, a while. That's, and that's it. There's something to that. That's, that's the story. I was a producer on there too, so it's like, what you know? 
I don't know. Ed had a show in town. Uh, Ed Robertson, who plays Captain Butch Flowers and is also the lead singer of the Bare Naked Ladies. But more importantly, plays Captain Butch Flowers. But more importantly, plays Captain Butch Flowers in the hit series Red vs. Blue and, and also Captain Dynamic. But he was in town uh, and he had a show in town. So he's like, he's, you know, he's always looking for something just to kill time. You know what I mean? Uh, between either being on the road or getting ready for a show. Was he moving rocks around? With a no, he was not <laughs> moving rocks around and building Stonehenge. So we went and saw, what was the magician movie that had Hugh Jackman in it? Oh, the, it the Prestige. The prestige. prestige yeah. Okay. So I don't want to ruin that movie for you, but the movie's terrible. So I'm going to do it is anyway. It, is it terrible? It's terrible. It's pretty terrible. terrible. I, I tuned into it's, the movie. I saw like the last 20 minutes of it. And I was like, oh, this is, I don't know what's happening. The last 20 minutes. They're both terrible. They're two movies that came out at the same time. There's about a, the same so thing. you see the end of the movie. There's a twist right at the end of the movie. Which you knew, yeah. Which you knew yeah. halfway through the movie. I mean, not that you figured it out. They told you it. Right, like, they right. showed right, it to right, you. Right, right, right. And then they end on this big thing. Matt insists it's not supposed to be a twist. I'm like, they pan over, they show you something, and you hear, dun, dun, dun. dun. Yeah, that's a twist, dude. <laughs> that's a twist. And we were like, just suffering to the end of this movie. It's like, there's got to you know, be something else coming. There's you got know, to be something else. And that moment happens, dun, dun, dun. The lady behind us goes, <gasps> and Ed turns around, he goes, really, lady? Really? <laughs> I remember, I remember we saw, we saw a long time ago in the 90s, we saw Independence Day, and there was the, the scene where the giant UFO is above the White House, and someone behind, the row behind us goes, those are the aliens. <laughs> really? I've Those are the aliens in the giant space disc that's shooting the laser? I, when I signed up in his day, I sat next to this lady who every time she saw the president's plane, every time it cut to a shot of it, every time she said, Air Force One. <laughs> Every time that plane she, appears cut her, times. They the should have cut her VO into the movie just so everyone knew exactly. Because they thought it might have been like the Russian plane version or maybe the North Korean. Vladimir Putin. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Air Force One. <laughs> Every single time. You know, it's important to get the, the, the line of dialogue in the movie that's like the title, right? So they, she was hoping they would, uh, that it, it was hers, Air Force One. She was, she was she was like the most important person in that movie theater. Matt, Matt actually, it's weird you say because Matt said he saw it too with a with a very talkative audience, and that in Bill Pullman's big speech, he goes, "You know the thing because today is our and the guy in front of him goes July Fourth. I should go get Matt and have to tell the story, but it was something totally ridiculous like that. That's awesome. Then there were two guys in front of me. Who, when Brent Spiner came on the screen, when they go to Area 51, sure, uh-huh. the one guy goes, he has a huge drink, and he goes, he goes, that's data! And his buddy goes, data. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't something about that movie. Maybe it was just super wide stream, so we saw it with a lot of random audiences, but it seemed like everybody who went to see that saw it with a super talkative audience. It's awesome. Yeah, sometimes a super talkative audience can be a, gr- a great thing. But I don't, it's, it seemed like to me in the prestige when they panned over, it would have been more of a twist if it had been like Wolverine in the box. Because <laughs> right? I thought to myself, Hugh Jackman is spending a lot of time in water boxes in a lot of movies. <laughs> a gold, goldfish sort of around in there or something like that. Did you guys see that, uh, I guess, George Lucas is reconverting all the old Star Wars movies to 3D and planning on releasing all six in 2012? Oh, all six are going to come out in 2012? Uh, I thought he'd space it out a All bit. six starting in 2012. Okay. Sorry. Okay. And he's going to start with The Phantom Menace and then go all the way through Return of the Jedi. What is he doing? I, do you get the he, feeling that... He wants to make another $50 million. Yeah, do you get the feeling that George Lucas Doesn't just he... watches the highest grossing films of all time on Box Office Mojo and is like, uh-uh, I'm not... <laughs> 
you know, does like, he is he does he say to himself, "I need fifty million more dollars he must, than what right? I have now"? He must hate James Cameron. He's like, there is no way I don't Avatar. Think he cares. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess not. I think it's, Maybe, it's, it's, it's got to be for money, right? Who, is he the one who made that decision, or do you think someone else made that decision? I bet somebody comes to him and says, "Hey, we want to do X with Star Wars," and he goes, "Yeah, okay. Will I make money? Yeah, okay. I don't care." It doesn't. I don't know. I, it's hard to figure out because when the Star Wars movies were out for years and years. You couldn't get anything associated with the right. Like, now there's video and games. And it was part of the mystique, I think. Yeah, you know? we, talked, we talked about that a few weeks or a few months I, I ago remember. on the podcast. You remember about how when you were a kid, you couldn't see Star Wars like you saw it in the no, theater, no, yeah, and yeah. maybe every now and then it was on I HBO remember, or somewhere. I remember when the first X-wing PC game came out, uh-huh. and for me that was like, oh my god! Now I'm in this. This is the Star Wars universe, which mm-hmm. I can never have any access to. This is amazing, fantastic, awesome. Yep. You know, and now it's just like there I weren't hate. TV shows, no, there no. weren't cartoons. There was the movies. The action figures and the glasses from Burger King. That was it. And the Star Wars uh, arcade game. Yeah, right. the really cool I, Star Wars I, arcade I game. I fucking hated that X-Wing game you're talking that about. It was great. Because anytime you launched it, you had to look in your manual. Like, it would show you, like, yep. four characters, and you had to, like, look in the manual and find yeah. the corresponding Oh, that's planet. right. But that was during that era. And like I lost the copy. manual. Oh. No, so, see, so, the same like, thing I, happened to me, too. I, I lost the manual. I would have to relaunch the game because there were, like, three that I remembered. I'd have to relaunch the game over and over until it was one of those three. Those were the dark times <laughs> of video games. <laughs> when you had to enter an effing code to play with the most agitating thing ever. Yeah, it sucked. Lost the manual. <laughs> I fucking right, owned that game. He, I bet you did. Yeah, but I'm sure you owned the game. <laughs> were, I, I was going to UT at the time. It was like right down the street. There was a game that rented video games. It was yeah. called Floppy, Floppy Joe's. Joe's. That's right. Yep. It was Floppy Joe's. Floppy Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> Floppy Joe's. That's where you would go to steal video games. Not that we or I would do that. But I knew someone who... Would they would rent PC games. Was that someone Gus, by any chance? <laughs> you gotta know the guy who owned Floppy Joe's, first heard about the internet. He's like, that's not catching on. <laughs> People transferring files across What you need computers. is a catchy name for your business. That guy got blocked. Internet doesn't roll off the tongue. I got, that guy got blocked. Floppy Joe's. Yeah. Maybe the internet yeah. was called Data Sally. <laughs> you know who else got blockbuster? Blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they finally uh, filed yeah. for bankruptcy. Everybody mm-hmm. saw that coming, right? I mean, Good they were, riddance. Yeah. Everybody no. knew that was coming. I, I didn't see it coming. How, I mean, on. I knew Netflix was popular, but it's one of those things I don't know how niche it is. Like, I don't imagine most of the people in my neighborhood have Netflix. I just don't, you know. I know you have it, you have it, and you have it, but <clears> I just don't imagine the average person I'm next to at Walmart has Netflix. It still seems like kind of a... I, I think now you are starting to see more penetration now that wow. Blu-ray players and TVs have, like, Netflix and apps like that built into it. Yeah, like, Brandon has a Netflix-enabled TV. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, you know... It you know whoever pays nine bucks a month and can stream also know, stupid, I think terrible movies to their TV. <laughs> really, I think Redbox <laughs> is taking a, a big chunk out of their business yeah, too. I absolutely. see a lot every time I go by a, like a HEB or a McDonald's that has a Redbox. There are people in that is the it. only like vending machine thing that I've ever seen. That every time I drive by it, someone is standing yeah. by it. It's amazing. Like a McDonald's in the back corner next to the dumpster, and there's somebody standing by it. I watched a guy and uh, like a guy and his girlfriend stand there and like argue about what movie they were going to rent for like five minutes the other day. Right outside, right outside really? our office. Yeah, you know what's really weird is the red box right by my house. It now streams Netflix. They're everywhere. <laughs> streaming Netflix that's, is that's, on every single thing. Brilliant. We need to get streaming. Get- have you guys used Redbox before? No, I've never used it. Okay, here's why Redbox sucks. In my experience, I used it one time. I rented. I don't know what the hell. Like probably Giant Shark to Puss or something like that. <laughs> and I watched it, and I thought I'm gonna go back the next day. I'm going to get another movie. I'm going to keep this rolling. Bucket time just as an experiment to see how this thing works. I go back. 
to return the movie, it says, I'm sorry, you can't return at this location. This box is filled. Yeah, okay. Find another one. Exactly. Any, like, has anyone had a vending machine experience where, like, that was an excellent experience? Like, you lose the dollar bill, the thing doesn't drop yep. in through. It just doesn't. If it'll take your dollar bill. If it'll take your dollar bill. Uh, dude, I lived, I went to arcades every day of my life when I was a kid. I never ran into a change machine that wouldn't take a dollar bill. Oh, the yeah. moment they put them on vending machines, that was the cheapest, lamest technology in the world. They did not give a crap. A change machine in an arcade will take your fucking money. Absolutely. It, it doesn't matter what the fuck you've done to that dollar. It will give you four quarters. You can just hold your wallet, which sucks them. Even people that counterfeit dollar bills, are they are they counterfeiting ones and then going to arcade music? I mean, is this, <laughs> this it's not even that's not even the, the amount of time you'd have to spend. It's I don't, I don't It's know. not viable. It's not viable. I, well, like, although, can they just ease down on the restrictions <laughs> of the one dollar bill on the vending machine? Is it really that much of a problem? You know, but it's the thing, though. If it's kids, kids will do it. Like, an adult is not going to counterfeit a one. Kids will counterfeit a one all damn day. Uh, yes, we yes. will. Yeah. Did, I don't know if you'll, uh, y'all ever did kids. it in the arcade days. Goddamn kids. All I knew is that if it was a Tato game, you could take nickels and then take a hammer and pound them out to the size of quarters. Yeah. And it would take it. It would take your nickel quarters. God, when you discover something you like that when you're a kid. pounding it's... nickels and if you've just gone and cut somebody's grass. I know. I only like two it. hours to get three extra plays on Mortal Kombat and you could have made 20 bucks by moving some trash. I know. It's terrible. It's, it's the idea of beating the system. It is. Yeah, it is. It's like and when you That's do it, you're like, it's the greatest feeling. Well, it really, honestly, I wasn't, I wasn't counterfeiting. I had just lost the manual. To my quarters <laughs> and what happened. Right? And God, I single. owned X Wing. And I fucking <laughs> lost the manual, you asshole. I had that game. I might even still have that game. The whole box and everything. Just no manual. I lost the most important part of the fucking box. I see, I remember it too well, too, because I'm right. it was you had to type in a planet name. Right. And I knew Yavin and Hoth and Endor. And yeah. you just would reboot until you got That's one exactly of those. Exactly what you had to fucking do over and over. There were like 15 or 20 choices, maybe. They also have, used to have this thing that came with the game, which was like a disc. And yep. It was a three-tier disc, and you'd rotate yep. the symbols to match each other. That thing's the fucking worst. Like a secret decoder ring, yeah. and then you'd get a symbol or code. The amount, of, the amount of crap that they went through to try and keep people honest, like the evolution of all that was utterly ridiculous. Well, they're still going through that. It's you still uh, get DRM on games. It's yep. just you don't, ha- you don't get a physical way right. to interact with it anymore. Right, right, right. Yep. Oh, the worst. <laughs> so the other day I was reading, and uh, I guess some... Somebody took a, a camcorder, or not a camcorder, a camera, to the, uh... So the other day I was reading, and, uh... <laughs> How can you get more takes than the rest of us? Why? You, can, you can start over if you want, any time. Sorry, I, I, bumped, never, my, I, I bumped my mic with my drink. <laughs> Uh, take so, two. So, guess what? Take three. <laughs> I hear something with a camcorder. Also, happened. we yelled at the cleaning ladies today. So. <laughs> Someone took a camera to the Large Hadron Collider and asked the scientists working there, what would happen if someone were to put their hand in the middle of the stream of the Large Hadron Collider? And sure enough, that would be the moment when the two things impacted. Right, and causing. what would happen if it impacted in your hand? And it's all these scientists going, I never thought about that, and then trying to explain what they think would happen. And, it, like, they all had different opinions. Some of them said, well, that's great to hear. Some Is of th- there no security at this place? Who is this guy wandering? <laughs> so I guess, I guess, he, was, I guess he, was, he was making a documentary, and so he was there anyway and decided to ask people. So this, basically this the question. same thing, a dude off the street. And uh, I guess, like, some people said nothing would happen to you. Some people said, oh, it would, it would feel like a pinprick. And some people said, you would fucking die. <laughs> you know? It was really weird that no one, no well, one knew. It's just like, oh, I don't know. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't want to find out. But that's what they universally all said. What would happen to the universe? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. No, there's a dude. There's a story of a guy who was repairing 
a super collider or something like that, and he caught a particle through the face. It went oh, through yeah. his cheek and came out the back of his head. It was in Russia. I remember that. What, yeah. what kind of particle? It was a super accelerated particle. Like he got in the way of the it, beam. It, it was like a proton or right. like something. Like not even a whole. So an ex- I guess the problem was it's an accelerated. Because yes, that, the accelerator. I mean, because with. they're kind of going through us all. Well, it's like imagine it's the smallest thing you can possibly have, and it's subatomic. Right. And it's going at such a high speed that if it was bullet, easily it would kill you, but it just passed through him. But it completely changed everything it touched. I mean, he wasn't a werewolf or anything like that, but like he has no feeling or something, but it didn't kill him. It just, everybody kind of acknowledges, yeah, it kind of fucked him up. <laughs> You know, the the Hadron Collider is the best investment Hollywood has ever made. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's the best. It was, it's in their interest to come up with crap like this. Just to- yeah, th- this accident happened in 1978. It says it was a 36-year-old researcher uh, put his head through, I guess, the collider. He put his head in the way of being he was accessing a hatch or something like that, right? Yeah, reportedly he saw a flash, quote, brighter than a thousand suns, but did not feel any pain. <laughs> that's, that's great. That's great. That's great. We're all going to die. Yeah, I guess his head swelled, and, his but he head lived. Swelled right, his he head lived. swelled up, and didn't he lose all the skin on that side yeah, of his head? Yeah, it, it all started peeling off, Gosh. and it showed the exact path that the Damn, proton it's... beam had burned through the part of his face and his bone and the brain tissue. Like it was but a straight, he feels fine. It was, well, it was a straight – it's a small little subatomic shot. You know what I mean? Like, and it just basically cauterized the whole way through yeah. his head. I guess the way they measure this power I, – I don't understand this unit of measurement, so I may be using it wrong. But they measure it in what they call grays. And they say five to six grays is enough to kill you. And this dude took a 3,000 gray shot in the head. Wow. And he's not a superhero. I'm going to say right now you can never be a superhero. If that guy's not a superhero – that didn't turn him into the Human Torch. You can't write a comic book. Maybe anymore. he's just keeping it on the down low. You can't. Maybe he is just keeping it on the down low. Would you? Right. Would you keep it on the down low? Well, well kind yeah, of depend, well, well, Would it depend upon what it was? Right? Uh, would it depend upon what your? Alright, well, like throw some. Uh, for instance, like in other words, if you were like the dude who was always on fire, that's going to be kind of hard to like keep oh, that on the down low. Yeah, but yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't let people know I could fly or anything because I would want to spend the rest of my life in a lab while people gave me shots and measured me and shit. Or your friends calling you for help. Yeah, you know, your friends like, can you help me move this week? I'm going to the third floor. And like, I can fly. I'm not super strong. I can't, I can't fly a fucking couch up to the third floor. You're still going to have to carry it. <laughs> Jesus. I like how you went from theoretical to incredulous <laughs> in like four seconds. I'm mad about this fucking floor. Everything, everything's Don't move a problem. on the third floor. Everything's a problem. It's fucking simple. Tell- Apart- apartments have first floors. T- telepathic, I would hide. Telekinetic, I would oh. hide, and I would be the world's greatest quarterback. I'd just be like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. No, but if you if you like, God, that would be. I don't know that I would want to read other people's minds. That would be. Uh... And then like, yeah, like well, you you realize what a piece of crap. World class bank robbers would like kidnap your family and force you to commit heists before you could get them. So you get them back. That kind of shit. You know, it's funny because when you get older, all you see is the downside and shit. Yep. You know, if you were ten and we asked this question, it'd be like, "Fuck, this yeah. would be the greatest thing." Now, like our age, is like, oh. And probably get arthritis. <laughs> Every superpower. It's like you tell a 10-year-old or a 12-year-old probably, 13-year-old, a superpower. It's like how many steps before it's naked ladies? Like, you know? <laughs> 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 His ability to straight shot to naked ladies. That's exactly right. I mean, in the end, that's right. It's like, okay, how can I use this superpower to get banged as much as possible? Well, they're not banged. They just want to see naked ladies. It's, it's essentially Come on, Joel, they're 13. They don't, they don't even know what banged is. What am I doing? The, the the lady who regrew the finger? Did you hear about that? 
The lady that re-grew, re-grew her finger? the finger. Hopefully she re-grew it the same place. Look, look it up on CNN. Look it up on CNN. The lady, like, her, a door slammed on her finger, chopped off, like, this much of her finger, went to her doctor, and the doctor was like, oh, this is really bad. We're going to have to amputate more. And she's like, no, this fuck is, you. That's I'm not the, doing that. And she went and did her own research. There's, there's a picture. There's, there's a picture. article, and it's, like, above the fold. It's the first fucking thing yeah, you see. Yeah, it's right there. It's right there, right? And so they have they have a picture. That was oh, that picture wow. that you're looking at. Fuck. Oh. On the left, that is the finger that she regrew. Now, on the right, that is the that is the end of her finger that was chopped off that she was able to keep. Now, why, that, I don't know why you keep it. Is that that powder they have now? It's the powder. Yeah. It's the powder, right? I've heard about that before. It's what a, kind of powder they put on wounds like that? Cocaine. I think it's like, <laughs> it's like stem cells and stuff, it's right? It's got to be stem cells, right? It's got to be something like that. And that's If you're the stem cell research people, the answer to the problem is just remarket yourself. Just don't call it stem cell. Just call it amazing powder. Don't tell everyone where it's from. Keep it on the down low. Just be like amazing cells? regrow powder. Stem cell like is a like a lost brand kind of at this point. Well, you don't want to get into trouble with people. You don't want to get in trouble with people. You just keep it on the down low. You <laughs> also, don't do where it comes from. Do it like grassroots, like sell it at state fairs and shit. Like sell it next to the, exactly. like the solid you water, put, like you, the techni ice. You put a dude on a soapbox and you yeah. put like, like you paint like a medical sign with like a Coke or whatever on the label. And okay. It's like, you know what the most crazy part about this is? I just got to the bottom of this article. This person paid $1,600 for seven weeks' worth of treatment to regrow a finger. How much? Six, $1,600. $1, to get your nothing. finger back? That's awesome. Where Dude, is she? That's a great investment. Where is she? Uh, blah, blah, blah. I guess this happened in it's, Pittsburgh. Yeah, this is in the United States. America? Yeah. So okay, if we have powder that can regrow stuff, I'm pretty sure I we've paid got to be on the dollars just sitting here to have healthcare yeah. while we're doing these podcasts. <laughs> yeah, what would happen if you dumped that powder in the hydron collider? We should do a <laughs> test. Let's cut part of Joel's finger off and see if we can get some powder. Let's see how long it takes. To <laughs> let's, see how, let's see how much it costs. I'll throw in five or six hundred bucks. In this office would probably get snorted before we have to cut that joke. <laughs> Good lord, <laughs> Jesus! I don't even know what that means. We'd probably give it to our children's slave labor that we have in the back <laughs> while we're talking on our cell phones in our cars. <laughs> <laughs> Teaching thirteen-year-olds. Yeah, how can we get some of this powder? We should we should get some of this powder. Okay, with it. Yeah, let's just get it. Is it uh, recognized by the AMA? This powder? <laughs> Probably not. They don't say. What, is it stem cells or is it like a ground-up meteor that they found? <laughs> what, is, yeah. what is the powder? What is the powder? Uh, it's the it's the ask, collected sneezes of the hadron collider. Don't now. ask what the where the powder comes from. Don't just appreciate. The you powder. know, this is like this story is not done yet either. Because what happens if they revisit this woman in like three years, right. and that finger is like ten feet long? And yeah, like exactly. Forty knuckles. Yeah, yeah like if it's they an alien. <laughs> just, they wrap around you like a cobra. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned they should rebrand themselves. In this article, they call it regenerative medicine. There it is. <laughs> Why are you just still laughing about this? We lost those guys. That lady's finger is so gross now. It's 10 feet long, dude. And all the knuckles? Oh, I can't get it out of my head. Okay, the, the product? Oh. Everyone would be like, oh, yeah, oh, you're that lady who... That is not sexy. She cracks her, her knuckles like a rope. Like, like <laughs> a pole, you like whip the rope. Her finger's like like a... What is it? Ivy and Soul Calibur? Oh, like, <laughs> like the, the segmented sword whip? I guess the product is called Matristem, and it's made by a company called Acel. Okay, see, they need to drop the stem and drop the cell. You need to drop those two key terms, those firecracker words, out of the title. Their slogan is healing through regenerative medicine. They should replace it with <laughs> Mirica. Or- Don't change brands. You never know what's going to happen with a brand. Uh, do you remember uh, there was that diet pill in the 80s called 
AIDS. It was chocolate. It was a chocolate square that you would eat. I remember. I remember that. It was called AIDS. It's like and, a week later. And now, and if you watch all the commercials, like <laughs> I, I wanted to lose twenty pounds. I couldn't find a way until I got AIDS. <laughs> until I found AIDS. It was. It was, <laughs> it, was, it was. It was like a week later that all of a sudden yeah. on the nightly news, they like killed, now there's this new company. horrible Destroyed disease. It. I lost twenty pounds with AIDS. Thanks, Thanks AIDS. AIDS. Thanks, AIDS. Oh man, yeah, AYDS. AYDS. AIDS. That's yeah. it. You should watch some of those commercials, guys. They're really funny. They are unintentionally horrifying. It's like the South Park episode with Jared from Subway, where he wants to give everyone in the U.S. AIDS to help them lose weight. Oh yeah, but he means AIDS, like assistance. Mm. Very similar thing. You think that guy's still working the Subway thing? I think I just saw him in a commercial the other day. A new yeah, one. I think so too. Boy, I mean, I just got creepy. How much face. money has that guy made? I have Jared. I don't know. A lot, probably. I just wonder, like, do the people who see him in the commercials now, do they know why he's the spokesman? Oh, right. Good That's question. A good point. Does he explain Because they, the they never show the picture. They don't want that? Anymore. I yeah. never, you never see the, the picture pants. anymore. I, no, I don't he, think I've seen that in a, you know, a long time either, yeah. yeah. He's just some dude now. He, he's just Jared from Subway. Can I tell you something that I do? <laughs> you guys have seen, sometimes I get on health kicks, like, this is when I'm going to turn everything around. Like, today I bought fruit. Jeff. Two days in a row you bought fruit for the office. I have. And then it's always like this binge thing where I go into the grocery store and I buy all this healthy stuff and it's going down the thing. And it's always some girl checking me out. And it's clear. It's like fish, chicken, broccoli, all this stuff. She goes, wow, eating healthy, huh? You getting on a, on a health kick? And it's like I'm a big slob going through there. And I always feel like – She's like, obviously you need to lose obviously weight. Obviously I need to lose weight. <laughs> obviously this is going to last about a week. You know, she knows she's like – you almost hear her rolling her eyes. And I, I always say – uh, actually, I've been on it for about a year now. I used to weigh 580 pounds, and I'm down to this level. She's like, are you kidding me? You look amazing. So I go from, like, slob to, like, awesome story. guy. Yeah. You really turn that's that great. around. It's like... This is only... You're seeing you. You're only partway through the process. You're lady. determined? You're, you're together? <laughs> By the way, your health kick, I'd like to point out, you showed up at the office with fruit and bacon. Today. That's true. <laughs> and, dude, jalapenos the size of my fist. Those things were huge. Yeah, they're amazing. It's like a meal. Which, again, ticks me off because you don't know what you're getting from a jalapeno. That's part of the, that's part of the fun, though, dude. It's awesome. Yeah, it's but a, it's, it's a like, gamble. You never be, know. I guess so. I guess so. A jalapeno, in terms of heat, is <clears throat> both the lamest pepper and the most excruciatingly painful pepper I've ever this eaten. Is ha- this is how we know the jalapeno is a female. <laughs> and come again <laughs> by the way speaking of hot peppers i bought some boot halokia peppers the other day i have them at my house how do you buy them they sold them at central market these what? are also known as the yeah. ghost chip. do they have yeah. warnings on them yeah they do i love that they're dried this is a, but they're still as hot we should get that chart favorite. that chart that, that uh, scoville yeah. yeah and the ones that are like the top 10 or top nine or like that's legal what about. Is it, this one it's that's, what is I a think, million scoville i think it's number one it's number one yeah who what? jalapenos Wait, like eight thousand scoville eat that no i don't know what i'm gonna do with it it's just sitting there in a, in a package at my house you're so you, so you it's waiting for me to get <laughs> this way too that, drunk one night and make a terrible terrible idea so when they sell it is it already in a package you don't just like have it out no it's in a package okay you can't touch it with your bare skin yeah that's, that's what I was concerned about. You should about. put some of that powder on it. And I, I went, I was like, it's dried, and I thought, I wonder, I wonder if it's still as hot. And I was reading about it online, and it's still just as hot. And a lot of the videos of people uh, eating it on YouTube, they're eating the dried ones. Like the kid that we watched uh, not too long ago. <laughs> I cannot find that video of that kid. God, that kid looked like he was going to lose his Like he was eating a dried He looked like he was going insane. Well, that, <laughs> like, like the one where there's like a girl laughing. You have to find that. You have to find yeah, that video. Yeah, laughing right? at him and he's like. You have to find that video. I got to see it. Awesome. I, I saw it. If you can find it, I would love to see it. Hey, so have you guys been playing any multiplayer reach? Huh? 
I've been playing tons. I have not even thought about picking up Dead Rising 2 and Civ 5, Gus. I mean, you and I are huge Civilization fans. I love, yeah. I love Civilization. I've moved to I the Xbox, it. though, all, yeah. all, my, all of my gaming. And it's only PC. If it was Mac, I would I would be playing it right now. You know, you know, I've been playing a lot of a lot of Reach multiplayer, and I've also been trying to play through the doing solo campaign on Legendary. And that is fucking tough. It is hard. It is. T- I think I'm on Long Night of Solace where I'm boarding I get, the Covenant Cruiser it, it, it right tough. now. I, I hear other people talk about it and like, oh yeah, it took me five hours. I get angry hearing about it. Yeah, I, I don't want to hear. About I think it took me five hours to do the first level. Have you Have you gone through it on Legendary, Bernie? Uh, I got. I had a weird save game thing going on. I got through level three, but then I had to stop because the weekly challenge that week was to finish the campaign on Heroic, yeah. which would have worked had I finished the campaign on Legendary in that week, oh, but yeah, I knew I wasn't going to do it. So I had to stop and start over uh, on Heroic. Okay, and it but, you have, it's Heroic it, above. No, it wiped all my levels. Oh, uh, my God. Uh, it used to be a thing where like, when you finished a level on Legendary – and. I go back and forth on a memory stick between a couple of different Xboxes, so I might have just screwed up the way I saved that's, it. That's why but. I don't do that. It's just I'm always yeah. Yeah, oh. turned around on the same. That's, that's, uh, that's rough. It's yeah, a perfect legitimate strategy, by the way. If you're playing in Legendary and there's a whole horde of, like, Covenant or whatever, you can run around them. Oh, yeah. I've done that oh, yeah. so many times. I'm getting a vehicle <laughs> yeah. and just go right by. That's like, right. You know what you can't run around, though? Totally legitimate. Fucking hunters. I ran around two hunters. Did you? In uh, Tip of the Spear, the ones at the last artillery gun. Oh yeah, you can yeah. get around those guys. Yeah, I just I just kited yeah. them for like 15 minutes, and the dropship eventually comes. Can't, can't get around the ones in Pillar of Autumn. Those guys, <laughs> they will not open that door until you kill those things. The main oh. problem I have is like I always feel like I'm running out of ammo or weapons. Well, that's yeah. legendary. Yeah. I mean, it's just you know what's yeah. I'll be I'll be like, what's left? This fucking you know plasma pistol. Okay, I'll make yeah. it work somehow. Yeah, and I just uh, you know what's yeah. fucking awesome about that game? Commendations. Yeah. Yes, yeah. they are so addictive. Yeah. They are so fantastic. Yeah, Commendations also really helped to build out the amount of CR you get from playing campaign. Oh, yeah. So I don't feel necessarily like I'm falling behind by playing campaign instead of matchmaking. Although I feel like you do get more in matchmaking anyway. I think uh, actually you do get more in campaign. I get, I got I, I got most of my CR playing campaign. Maybe not minute for minute. Yeah, minute play for time. minute. Yeah. I have a I have a Onyx commendation from campaign actually. Nice. Yeah. Wow. I didn't even know they went that high. I, I I don't know what's after that, like because it has a progress what, what, bar. What, what, what did you get in for Onyx? What, yeah, know? I don't. I, th- I think that one thing actually, from what I can tell, is once you get to Onyx, you stop getting CR for for doing that thing. I think oh. you mentioned what combination did you get Onyx? Oh, uh, killing uh, enemies with a heavy weapon. I don't know what it's called, but yeah, he, he found a place where he could grind something. Yeah, I wanted to see. I was trying to find. We need to unlock. Uh, we need to unlock helmets. For yeah. characters, for Rivers of Blue. Yeah. So I was looking for ways to get, like, find places to get CR so that we can unlock, like, more sections. I mean, it's actually a problem for Rivers of Blue production. Yeah. And he, he showed it to me and said, look at this, look at this place, I finally get all the CR. I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. And, and you know, Jeff makes videos that show you how to go do cool stuff in video games, but we made the decision, let's not put Oh, it I wouldn't video. put it out. Yeah, no. Yeah. But, I mean, it's for a very specific I mean, it's just like, there's, there's a lot. I, I mean, you, you probably, I mean, you probably know this better than I do, but it's like some of the... Things like the the extra weapon boxes and stuff that are in places that's crazy. I mean, there's so much in that your, game. Oh, I just put a video out about that. Yeah. Hidden ammo cache on Pillar of Autumn. Your Onyx commendation is splash damage. Is that what it is? Yeah. Is that what it's called? You're at Onyx on that one. Okay. I, and I, that's I, another I look, cool I looked thing. You up on Bungie.net. That's another cool thing about that game. Fucking you know Bnet updates instantly. If we if yeah. we if we could control the data flow with like the national budget as well as Bungie controls the data flow. With, like, statistics on Reach and Halo 3 and Halo 2, I mean, we'd have no problems. It's true. I mean, I, it's just, like, the amount that they can control and you know what's going on. Yeah. I play I play 
Halo next to, with BNet up on my laptop next to me, so that as soon as the matchmaking round is over, I can switch over to BNet and see how many more uh, CR I need to get to the next level. I mean, it's like you are you had that level of accountability. I'm more three, I think. You barely made it. You got a long way to go. We should, we should, we should put Bungie in charge of the uh, national budget. <laughs> well, they are. They do have uh, seven steps to taking over the world. So there we go. That might be one of and them. One of the statistics apparently is yeah, they, got, they got the shit down. Uh, I've seen their new office. We don't want them in charge of the budget. <laughs> keep them out of that. Keep, keep them away from that. That, that place is uh, amazing. And we'd end up with uh, city halls that have, you know, fully automated turrets <laughs> and robot butlers. Well, but I, I mean... Uh, I, one thing I'd say is that I'm always amazed at how balanced every level of the campaign difficulty always is. Like, yes. legendary... Is excruciatingly difficult, but it, be. but it doesn't feel like bullshit. It's it's fair. It doesn't feel like right. Like for instance, if you played Call of Duty World at War on veteran, that game just fucking cheats. I mean, it's like it it like the thing about the raining of grenades, where it's just like there's no people around me to throw. They will spawn grenades. grenades. They'll, they'll just spawn them next to you. I I hung out in a bunker in that game inside of a fucking metal bunker with no looking at the door and grenades <laughs> were spawning behind. Me. And they know they know where to throw. I mean, yeah, they literally like all of a sudden it appears in your pocket. Yeah, like, how did they get in my pocket? Is World at War that did that? Yeah, World, World at War, War that did that to rough. me. It was hard. It beat me to death. I couldn't. I could I so gave up. The one issue I have with legendary difficulty is sticking an elite with a plasma does not kill them. That's true. Yeah, it's like you have to stick them. Then you have to go in and melee one another time. Those golden elites are fucking assholes about yeah. that. It, it, I mean, that's the cool thing about Reach is how bad. I'm so happy that elites are back as they're enemies in the game. Yeah, yeah. way way more. There's something about the elites that are way more the way more terrifying than the brutes. Too. Feels like Halo yeah. One again, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really, it's an excellent change to go back to that. Yeah, I, love, I, I, love, I, uh, I guess there's only a couple of brutes you run into in campaign. I'm trying to think back about it. Yeah, it's on the, uh, when you're evacuating, evacuating. Those people. Mm-hmm. You That's a fun level. Yeah, it's a good one. What, uh, what, do you, what do you guys like to play in matchmaking? You know, I'll tell you, I gotta be honest, you know what I don't, the only level that I don't like is hemorrhage. And I feel like Get that, the fuck out! <laughs> <laughs> because I feel like that level is basically all vehicles. Whoever gets the edge on vehicles, that is the end of the game. Man. Once someone, like, and, and then the game's decided, like, to me, a lot of the games I've played, it's like it's decided within the first 45 seconds. It's basically whatever tank gets the edge over the other tank, that's it, you've won. If I, you can sprint, though, I mean, yeah. you can catch a vehicle and board it. I think Hemorrhage is a great level, but I will say, I played big team SWAT on Hemorrhage the other day, and that sucked, because it was like spawn it's dead, very spawn big. dead, it's very, spawn dead, yeah. spawn I, dead. I, I'm telling you, that, that level... I was never very good at, at SWAT in Halo 3, but I feel like I've really got the hang of it. Now oh, it's Great. Yeah, I really like playing I'm really, I'm really getting into it. Yeah. I, and I can't tell you why. I hated the battle rifle in Halo 2 and Halo 3. And Halo 2 made love, a switch to the battle it. rifle. I loved it. They went to the battle rifle, and I couldn't stand it. Yeah, I love The it. DMR is perfect. I love the DMR. I can't, couldn't use the battle rifle six years. Same, I tried to use same that. Same here. Same here. And I can use the DMR. I, so Dude, weird. The DMR is the only totally weapon in the game for me. Really? That's all I want. Yeah. The yeah. DMR is fantastic. I wish that it had more ammo capacity. Like it has yeah. 60. I was like, Ugh, I wish I just had a few extra. And rockets. <laughs> <laughs> extra ammo, rockets, long range scope. <laughs> Do you guys play I'm, a lot of Invasion? No. 
I actually play custom games with my kid on Invasion with just the two of us playing. Oh, he okay. likes Invasion. I don't understand. I like Headhunter still. I don't understand why Headhunter's not more popular. I know. I, I love that game. Love I don't team understand. Team Headhunter, like Big Team Headhunter is awesome. Yeah, because you're thousands of skulls. Oh, it's like, great. Yeah, that pool of skulls. It's just like moving it's around great. between the bases. It's great. We played on Paradiso, and like the other team was all like, they decided they were all going to be snipers. They all went to the top of the mountain. And so it was literally just like this giant pool of skulls floating around, and the other team. It was great. It was a blast. Nice. It is awesome. It's a lot of fun. The crazy thing is now is that you can play all night, and, I mean, you won't get a lot. I played Neutral Bomb the the other day. You just... I hadn't played that. There's it just never so came many, up. There's, there's so, so many game types. There's so many game types with so you know, many different what's, combinations I, What's map. BTB? Big Team Battle. Big team oh, battle. Big Team Battle. Okay. I had something weird happen to me like two or three days after Reach came out where I was just in matchmaking playing, I think, uh, just Team Slayer, and... One of the people I was playing by myself, and you know, getting matched up with random people. One of the people on the opposing team was someone on my friends list. Like he just, we just so happened to end up getting matched up I've together. I've never had that. I've happen before. never had that happen, and it was right after the game launched. I can't imagine. What I've the had fucking that happen a couple times actually, which is really weird. And you know, and another weird thing is, I remember I have all these memories going back to like Halo Two and Halo Three with people that you just kind of see here and there. And now it's like I'm seeing them again. Yeah. I, I don't know what. It's great. It's great. I'm not sure what the logic is of how it matches people, but I love it. Have you guys had the pleasure of playing Rally yet? That's another awesome game type. No, I've seen it, but it's always voted. You should, you should, you should play it sometime. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. I played it. It's, it's cool. It's a ton. You're not going to get a ton of uh, CR for it, but it's so much fun to play. I spent and nobody wants to play it. I spent eight hours on Sunday building a custom map. Did it you really? The, it was the most really? fun I've had. Yeah, it's. Uh, I I don't want anyone else to play it though because they're going to get angry at me. But <laughs> <laughs> I think <laughs> it was a blast making it, man. <laughs> it's great. I think that voting for the matches and the maps is so much better than vetoing. Yeah, uh, yes. yeah. That, system's, that yes. system's really great, yes. and it, it feels like it really cuts down the load Again, time. Again, Bungie should be in charge of the national elections. <laughs> Speaking okay, of, that'll go away. <laughs> Speaking of load times, if you haven't installed Reach to your drive or a flash drive, you should totally do that. Absolutely. It loads so much yeah. faster once you install it to hard drive. I do like I the idea of being that. able to vote none of the above in November. Yeah, right? That would be awesome. That would, yeah. Also, we have a whole new list. <laughs> while we're having a Reach Love Fest, also, matchmaking Firefighter is awesome. I have played I a lot know. of that simply because I've, I was on this kick where I was going to do every single daily challenge. Right, right. And every single weekly challenge, and I made myself stop. Because I thought, I'm just, I got to break the, the streak, otherwise I'll just get it forever. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think I've really touched Firefight matchmaking yet, but. The cool thing about Firefight matchmaking is it's just like one set. Over like five rounds or whatever, right. and then it's over. So it's like seven minutes of firefight, and yeah. then you're done. I thought you had to play through the whole. No, thing. no. If you play, yeah, if I'll you start p- playing that. No, it's really fun. Oh, okay. So you just get like that that firefight experience. I feel like I've had a, a a giant experience with Reach so far, and I haven't even played firefight. Really? I mean, yeah. Well, just, the game is fucking massive. We usually have a hybrid where you play firefight, but while you're playing firefight, you're building up some kind of thing, and the last round is you fight the other people in firefight. Huh. <laughs> like you fight <laughs> or, the other Spartans. Or you could have like a competitive firefight where you're each defending, like kind of like warlords. Well, they are defending your own like, little territory. A, they are going to have versus there was a firefight, aren't they? Does oh, right. They're going to add that. Oh, that's Title right. update. There was yeah. a great uh, twist, which I guess is – I shouldn't – I guess this is a thing. But in Splinter Cell, that great twist in Splinter Cell. Oh, wait. No, no. I haven't played it. I haven't played it. You're talking about Conviction? The You know, you know what I'm talking about. I, I guess I can't talk You're about it. You're talking about co-op? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I can't talk about it. Um, God, I got to play but that. But that would be a great thing. to For those who know what I'm talking about, that would be a great thing to apply. Best twist I've ever seen in a video game. I think. Hey, one of them. That'd be a great <laughs> thing to apply. <laughs> have you played, uh, have you played uh, Safe Havens yet? 
yes, that's a yeah. zombie mode, right? It's an infection game type, but it has little King of the Hill areas, essentially. They spawn, and you can't be killed as a survivor while you're in that area. Oh, and then they, and they change. Uh, like, but they go away. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Awesome. I love yeah. that. Awesome. And you gotta run to the next one. Every time I play it, zombies. the zombies don't understand, and they all coming up and trying to kill me. It's like, oh, death, they death, can't, they can't death, see. Death. They can't they're see. Like, they they're trying to dodge. They see it, but they don't understand, usually. Oh, Maybe they're trying to time it. There's a learning curve, yeah. No, there's a big timer on top of it. You can see it, like, counting down. It would be kind of fun if the zombies couldn't see it. That would be interesting, right? And all of a sudden, the survivors start moving. Yeah, <laughs> like you don't know. I am the I am just a chicken. And when it comes to infection, because all of the survivors like to go in one area in a corner and just shoot stuff as it approaches. I stay away from that group. I go off in a corner somewhere by myself and don't shoot anything, which is stupid because I don't get any points. But I well, survive. What's, what's the goal? Because you want right? to fucking live, dude. Really last man standing. But if you're like, last man standing, don't you understand. start as a zombie? That was something I didn't understand about Halo when I first started playing. It wasn't like the plus minus kill ratio or I lived the longest. It's no, how many people did you kill? Right. You know, I mean, that's what it's about. It's like you've got to go out. But no, again, if you're playing Infection, nope. the name of the game should be I got to live last. Last man standing should be an achievement, it seems it like. It should be. It's a, and it's, that's you whole, you whole get whole a commendation. Oh, not a commendation. You get an award for it. Yeah, yeah, whatever that's worth, and then those add up to jack of all trades, which is a commendation. So, what is jack of all trades? Just getting medals? Yeah, anytime you get a medal, oh, that okay. counts that's, like as one to jack I don't of all trades. I wasn't able to figure that out on my own. That I had to, sense. I had to do a Google search to figure oh. it out. Oh shit! <laughs> Sorry, Uh-oh. we had a spill. I'll be right back. That's all right. Where's the paper towel? Can we cut for a second? So, Gus, <laughs> hey, what's up? <laughs> How's it going? Good. Good. I mean, it was good. It was going good until you know people spilled coffee in my yeah, new office. In your brand new carpet, in your brand new office. Yeah. Eh, nah. What are you going to do? You know, uh, I go upstairs and spill coffee in Joel's office. <laughs> I'll just take it. <laughs> eye for an eye. We'll, we'll, I'll just play the dump game where Get. we take dumps upstairs in uh, at their toilet instead of ours. <laughs> we stink up the upstairs instead of uh, that the downstairs. That sounds like a great idea. <laughs> what are you guys, are you guys talking nothing, about? Nothing. We're good. Are you scheming? Yeah. No. No. We're, t- we're totally not scheming at all. Hey, um, did you see the other a couple days ago on the site, Elnea had a journal that talked about how I guess the Canadian Supreme Court has struck down their prostitution laws. What? What are, what are their prostitution I laws? I guess so essentially now prostitution None, has been decriminalized Joel. in Canada. Well, I don't, you know, I don't know what's going on with so Canada. It's, it's like not, they got the different regions and different so laws. So marijuana like and thing. prostitution are decriminalized in I'm, Canada. I'm sorry. It was not the Toronto Supreme Court. It was, uh, it was not the Canada Supreme Court. It was a Toronto judge who struck down the laws. Okay. Oh. A, so a judge in Toronto has made a decree for the whole nation? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I guess it was a superior court judge and uh, struck it down. Has decriminalized that judge must have been horny. <laughs> decriminalized prostitution and marijuana, or just no, just prostitution. Just prostitution. But uh, marijuana is largely decriminalized. In well, right, Canada. that's the thing. It's just like don't ask, don't tell, or whatever, or like they don't care. I take it back. The ruling is only binding in Ontario. See? Very confusing. Yeah, yeah. And how much are tickets to Ontario? <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys know that? Uh, I think it was in 2001. Portugal turned off all their drug laws, essentially. They Did just, they? They just repealed all when? their drug laws. Did you say 2001? 2001. And it's had absolutely no negative repercussions on their society at all. Weird. It's interesting. Well, what is this Prop 19 in California? Are they voting to make marijuana illegal in California? Are they? Yeah. Apparently, there's a vote coming up in the next few months where if Prop 19 passes, marijuana will be legal in the state I, of California. I would think it, that once the, once, once the state government runs out of money, they're no longer allowed to pass any laws. Yeah, prop, <laughs> prop 19 legalizes – deemed that they're not worthy. Various marijuana-related activities allows local government to regulate these activities, permits local governments to impose and collect marijuana-related fees and taxes – 
and authorizes various criminal and civil penalties. I don't know. Weird. Does legalization, in other yeah, words. Essentially legalization. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Does it, do you get a sense that it's going to pass? I, I, how would I know? What, am I doing a poll? I mean, Jeff, do you think it'll pass? I hope so. I don't think it's. Gonna, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be opening up the Rooster Teeth L.A. I have no, I have no opinion on this, but I get the, I get the feeling it's not going to pass. Yeah. You it know, seems like a tough pass. California, it's. I was really surprised when they uh, repealed gay marriage. Like that was a referendum. The, the citizens of the state voted to went out right. of their way to take away a, right. a right to gay marriage, which they had, right. and they took it away. Right, that surprised me. So it, uh, I, who that's, knows? That's Thanks a thing. lot, assholes. That's the thing. By the way. I mean, when you when you look at yeah, I mean, when you look at population, it's often I don't know. The, the latest poll I have access to here says that forty nine percent of those polls said they would vote in favor of the proposition. Forty two percent would vote no, and nine percent are undecided. That's a key nine percent. I find that people that would vote for more stringent laws are also more likely to vote. I mean, there's a joke here that marijuana, you know, people want to. Make marijuana legal probably aren't going to show up and line up to vote, but it's just it's actually a, a wrong Simpsons day. episode. Oh, of course. all about that, yeah, no, really. So I just, but I mean, I really do think that people who want more stringent laws, uh, they tend to vote more. I could, I totally agree. With they that. will be much more represented. On you're talking about day. you're talking about old people. I'm talking about old people. I'm talking about people who don't want stuff to change. Yes, I am. And uh, California has a lot of old people. It also California has a lot of places that are not Los Angeles. That's true. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, or San Francisco. There's a lot of people in that state. Yeah, that we don't hear about. It's, I mean, it's sort of a mini version of what goes on in the nation in general. I think it's the same same idea. Sure, like New York yeah. is that way too. Right. You know? You're talking about the country as a whole, but like even the it's, states we don't associate as being right. You think you think about New York, you think about the city, you think about Manhattan, you think about all those people. Manhattan, and totally, right. and you, you think there's more people there than there are in the rest of the state. And no, no. And it is that is a hillbilly state outside of New York City. Well, well that's the thing. Every 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 no, state is a hillbilly. Listen, every from, state is a hillbilly. I'm from state, Alabama. All right, I'm I I know these people. Did I you see Did you see the video? I'm one of them. But my ex wife's from upstate New York, and that is like that is as as way more like I don't know. I'm not to be insulting. Way more uh, bring it. <sighs> Come on, racist but... and hillbilly than <laughs> my experience growing up in Alabama. Take it easy. Really? Wow. I spent a ton I, of time. I mean, in upstate how can New York. you make a judgment about a group of people and then throw out the term racist? I mean. You're saying, oh, this, this group of people, they're so terrible. They make judgments about other groups of people. <laughs> because I'm, I'm an American. That's what we do. That's what we're about, man. Those, those people are assholes because they're all so prejudicial. <laughs> I shouldn't even say this on the podcast because uh, I'm very protective of it. But great zombie city, Buffalo, New York. I read a thing the other day. They use no – their whole infrastructure comes from hydroelectric power from Niagara Falls, essentially. Oh, nice. And from the rivers up there. That they would be fine. They wouldn't need anything. Totally self-sustaining. Did you know? Getting, Unless the zombies were Russian and getting they did a tactical strike. No industry or commerce <laughs> in that, any way. On they that. have power. Getting power from Niagara Falls to Buffalo is the big reason that we use uh, alternating current to uh, as transmission lines instead of direct current in the United States. What? Because I guess at the time they were implementing this hydroelectric power, they couldn't transmit it over long distances using DC because the lines would get too hot and melt. So they had to use alternating current to be able to get power to Buffalo. And now, as a result of the legacy, we use AC still to this day. How does Gus know that? Effing Buffalo. How do I know about the guy who got zapped by the particle accelerator? But Monty doesn't know that the mailman will take mail from your mailbox <laughs> and deliver it to What does he people. think the fucking wait, 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 is for? <laughs> we have a new hobby is finding out what the younger guys in our company don't know. I think if you pulled Gavin and Monty and Brandon – 
And I'm guessing Carrie, I don't talk. Carrie's quiet enough. That yeah, he doesn't speak. And Jack, shut. if you put all the stuff that they don't know together, they collectively don't know everything. Like every, <laughs> everything you could possibly know. Collectively, they're an infant. You know the Tower of Babel? They're like the hole. They're like, <laughs> that. they took the rocks out to make the Tower of Babel. And I'd have to explain this joke to them because they won't know what that is. <laughs> they, they were the they're the pit that was used to make the material to build the Tower of Babel. They Brandon didn't know what a vice is. He'd never heard of it. We said we he had this workbench. He didn't know what a shop back was. Brandon didn't know that bread has calories. In it. <laughs> he thought you could eat all the bread you want because he had started this Brandon two point. Was he on an old bread dog? Yeah, he was. <laughs> I'm like, why are you dying and you're eating bread? He goes, he goes yeah, I'm eating bread. I'm eating tons of bread. <laughs> go, what? That's terrible. You're eating bread. I go, that's one of the worst things you can eat. He goes, why? It's just bread. I go, look it up. I go, it's tons of calories. There's information printed on the fucking package. Like, this is known to the state of California to kill people if you eat it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. In fact, we had to get. We were we were shooting a short for immersion the other day. By the way, we're shooting more immersion shorts. Uh, people have been asking about that, and I had to iron my lab coat, and I wanted to get it really crisp. And <laughs> Gus, if I'm gonna iron something and I want to get really crisp and stay not wrinkled, is there something I could spray on it? Yes. What is that called? Starch. Brand- no, not a, not a clue. Brandon had never heard of it before, and <laughs> didn't know what starch was. This is how we were assholes because he didn't know what starch was. <laughs> we're not to the point where it's like. If I'm going to ask him to get something and I think he might not know what it is because he's just never experienced it in life, I say, hey, Brandon. I quiz him. Hey, what's that stuff you spray on clothes when you're ironing them? He goes, I don't know. Water. Water. (laughs) The other day, Brandon came. You and I were talking. And he goes, hey, Bernie, can you – next time you're out, can you give me one of those things that goes in a hole that's behind the hole? I need to do a thing and I need the thing from the hole. Did he really say that? Yeah. And I'm like, Brandon, I look at each other. hole behind the hole. Yeah. Like see if you can figure out what he's talking about. Like a butt plug? No. no. See if you can figure it out. I need a hole because I need a thing that goes in the hole because I want to screw it. That's exactly what he said. Did you mean a wall anchor? Yes. A wall anchor. Okay. He meant a wall anchor. Congratulations. You're not retarded. Yeah, it is. I definitely thought you guys were sexual. The secret word is wall anchor. Which animals have tails? Oh, man. <laughs> and Brandon, listen, I don't want to give the impression that Brandon is dumb. Brandon is an awesomely smart, very diligent, hardworking person. He just hasn't run into so You forget that we're these old fucks who have, like, been beaten down by life, and we've had the experience to <laughs> deal with all this shit, and he just hasn't had to go through that yet. Yeah. This is like the time I went grocery shopping with Ben, and I asked him to go get a lemon, <laughs> and he didn't know what a lemon was. You <laughs> know what color a lemon was? <laughs> Did he come back with a lime? He's like, yeah. But we had a conversation. I'm like, it's a fucking lemon. And he's like, I, I, what does it look like? I don't know. Like, is there going to be a Are there not lemons and ink? Well, how does that? I don't even it's know. It's a lemon. I mean, it's it's someone has. Someone has. Someone has. I mean, is there, have they not heard of? Are there no lemon trees up there? <laughs> if, someone, if someone said to me, I don't know what a lemon is, I wouldn't know how to even go. Listen, if they said to you, we want tea and biscuits, could you even yes. figure it out? Yes. You wouldn't go. What is a bit? You wouldn't come back with dog biscuits. If I said, right? if I said to you, do you know what a lemon is? And someone said no, okay, then I think, okay, they just want to fight or something. <laughs> <laughs> They're just trying to like, they're just trying to egg you on, provoke you. Something else is happening. Kind of like that night we asked you to order pizza for the office because we were working late, and you ordered a medium fucking pizza for nine people. <laughs> 
Remember what that? are you talking about? Oh, no, what are you fucking talking about? made all the crust because yeah. he was on a diet. <laughs> you wanted a medium pizza and breadsticks for fucking nine people. What are you, you talking did. about? I remember it was you at the did. old office. I think we were working on... I have no... Reconstruction? We were working on recreation. Recreation? Yeah. You don't remember this? No. You ordered one medium pizza and breadsticks and we were like, that's it. This is one of those conversations that we have about like people in the office. I swear to God, you did. It's late at night. We're all working late, and like people are like, "You that fucking asshole!" Meeting pizza. God damn it! So I'm surprised you didn't hear about it. It's probably one of these muttering things. Like people, I have no, I have no recollection of time where pizza was ordered, where pizza was sent to the office. There was one pizza. Joel must have done this so he never had to order pizza. Yeah, well, like clearly Joel doesn't want to ever order pizza for the company. That's the case. It was a good move. Yeah, it worked. You've never been asked to order pizza again since then. I can't believe you don't. remember doing that i think i can't Im- i can't imagine me ordering something from Domino's and not getting the lava cakes that this doesn't make any sense pre- it, might, it might have predated lava cakes yeah hey uh, guys nothing want, predates lava cakes. why don't we get serious for a second okay Uh-oh, we, we don't have a sponsor on this podcast we want to throw out a free sponsorship to the Domino's lava cakes <laughs> i don't know what who's the guy at Domino's that came up with that but this guy like needs a statue in front of the building can i uh, can i add on to that please if that doesn't work out for us, I would like to be sponsored by the Philly Cheesesteak Stromboli from uh, Double Dave's. I was right, wasn't I? Yeah, no, it's 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 evil. Double Dave's is a local place, so nobody can get that. But yeah, if I could get a lava cake delivered via Amazon Prime <clears throat> and then get an achievement for eating it, I would <laughs> I would be dead in probably two weeks. Prob I guess it's like no matter what crunchy. temperature you have it at. Also, it's phenomenal. Like you can get it like, hot or you freeze it. It's fucking great. It's fucking great. They're gonna find out there's something in it that kills people, and they they'll ban probably it. Probably regenerative it powder. It's probably <laughs> <laughs> it's probably stem cells. <laughs> <laughs> stem cells taste great. Stem cells so cake. delicious. Mm. Why do I have another tongue? <laughs> Seriously though, Brandon is an idiot. What is a stem cell? Stem cells like just it's the base like constructor for all the different cells in your body. Right. It's like a cell that can become any other cell. Right. They can become it hasn't you know, specialized. It hasn't yet. specialized. Yes. I mean, obviously it's a very it's somewhat of a political politically sensitive topic because you know where it comes from, right? You d- you certainly you know where it comes from. Well, can't they get a lot of different places and one of the things is they I think there's an overriding fear they're going to get it from somewhere like they're going to get it from unborn babies, not fetuses, right? right? But you can get it from skins. From skins. You can get it from skin. When I, you can well. get stem cells from skin? You want stem cells? I'll get some stem cells right now. <laughs> stem cells by 3 p.m. Are you... Well, there, was, there was a thing, and you probably talked about this too, although you had your kid like with some kind of like medieval midwife shit, whatever that was. Yeah, Jeff. I went to a birth center. Yeah. Well, you had a midwife, right? Yeah. I had a God, midwife. Damn, it's like... It's like you know how much it costs? Two grand. Yeah, but it's your kid. Cheap shit. Yeah. I mean, well, everything turned out great, but I would... I have to go to a hospital with... Super bugs in it and stuff like that to have my kids with real doctors and not people who like trees and <laughs> fucking beat a drum while your wife's in labor. With Tom Toms. But did you have the option? Did you, uh, when you had your kids, there was some option to take umbilical cord blood? Gus, look this up. Did oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. And, and they, they can store it. it. No. They yeah. save it so, like, your kid can no, have his own, like, base umbilical cord blood. Like, whoever no. started that business, that's a, that's a genius because it's, like, it's going to get to the point in the future where not doing that is going to be unthinkable. There was there was a bit of controversy Like, in other words, if your that, kid, like, lo- was there? Because, I guess, also, in addition to that, the state of Texas was also taking every newborn's 
stem cells and storing them without telling Whoa. the parents on top of that. Really? Yeah, they were do- they've been doing it for like 10 years. What? Wow. How can they do that? That well, seems creepy. I think people just found out about it. Hey, you know what? They don't have my kids' stem cells because I went to a birthing center. <laughs> what is that about? The state is collecting people? That's creepy, dude. I'll see, I'll see if I can find it. I don't, I don't remember. I heard about it last year. I'll hear it. I guess when people found out about it. Uh, yep, the state, and I guess now they're going to destroy all DNA samples. They took it between the years 2002 and 2005. Did they have any? Ju- did they say why they were taking it or anything? Um, I don't remember. I, it's kind of a long. That's I guess they, they said that's what they said. We don't remember. It's kind of a long story. The story is that they were screening all newborns for 29 different birth defects, but then they didn't destroy the DNA. They just kept it. But who knows what? Who knows oh, what, what's going on there? Ah, here, see, this, this is why it comes around. Okay, this is back to the thing I was talking about. Umbilical cord blood is blood that remains in the placenta and in the attached umbilical cord. Brandon would understand about five of these words, by the way. Um, <laughs> attached umbilical cord after childbirth. Core blood or cord blood, excuse me, is obtained from the umbilical cord at the time of childbirth after the cord has been detached from the newborn. Cord blood is collected because it contains stem cells, including hemiotopedic spells, cells, excuse me, spells, which can be used to treat hemiotopotic and genetic disorders. So if you have like some weird genetic disorder or something, you'll have your own stem cells stored. Yeah, cord blood is, I think, the most popular way of collecting stem cells currently. I think. I could be wrong, though. I would imagine that a fair amount of the population that if they were asked and they said, do you want to donate the stem cells from your cord blood and we'll even store some of it? Most people would say yes. Absolutely. So there's like different sources of it. Sure, but then, to like have some, the, 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 the government take it without your knowledge, that's, you know. Well, that's the new thing now, right? With It's just information, right? It's just this coded information, your genetic cells or whatever. They, that's the thing now. It's like we have the ability to collect all this stuff, and it's like, well, let's just all collect it, and maybe we'll come up with a use for it, you know? Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll figure it out later. It's like a lot of people – I took the gavin by that. A lot of people don't understand that, that if is, you're logged into Google and you're searching, why wouldn't they just keep a record of all your searches? Right. Why wouldn't they do Why that? Why wouldn't they do that? I think yeah. you can already do that. Like if you're signed into your Google account on YouTube, you can view your browsing history and see all the things that you've already watched while signed into that account. Now, you say browsing history, but you in, in, in YouTube, search history okay. in YouTube, sorry. Yeah. So, I mean, they've got that at least. Right. Why wouldn't they keep it through Google, like what you searched for and then what you clicked on? <sighs> you know, again, it goes back to the thing where it's like if we were people and I, like I just walked into Jeff's garage and took his lawnmower – you know, theoretically, he could be like, Joel stole my lawnmower. Like in the Google world, it's like, no, 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 I didn't steal your lawnmower because you didn't say I can't take it. You didn't say what I couldn't take it. that analogy? Just, hey, Jeff. I'm, I'm sorry. Joel, I, you didn't follow that? Explain to me what Joel just said and how that relates to information I, technology. Joel, I think Joel's going to steal my lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I got out of that. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe I already have. May, he may or may not get in trouble. Let's see if I can break this down. So that's like if I went to your house, Jeff, and I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steal your lawnmower. <laughs> okay. And then you said, you stole my lawnmower, and I said, Google. <laughs> <laughs> All right. am, I do- am I doing it right? All right. I'm appealing. I'm going to appeal. What I said was recorded. It's on audio. I'm going to appeal. The people are listening. It made sense. Oh but God. we know they do that because AOL released all those search results a couple of years ago, remember? Yeah. And, <laughs> and they were supposed to be anonymous. And they were supposed to be anonymous. Yeah, I just looked. I guess if you're signing, you can go to google.com slash history, and it'll show you all uh, the searches you made. So it's stored. Yeah, it's right it's here. It's stored. I guess it's – I've got today's and yesterday's searches. Can I click back further? How? I've got my August 31st searches here. 
Where are my August 2nd searches? Oh, look, there they are. I mean, people trust that Google bar. Like, I'm going to ask this thing any question I want to. And I'm not going to think about it, you know, but it's stored. Like, all your searches. And all of your information goes directly to the insurance company. Can you imagine Brandon's search history? Like, how are babies made? (laughs) (laughs) Like, you have, like, he'd be like, it'd be like that PSA, what (laughs) empire? How does he eat food? How does he eat food? Uh, Listen, once again. Brandon's not stupid. No, no. We just keep running into things that Brandon, for whatever reason, doesn't know about. Now, Brandon has to be on the podcast next week. It goes... He has to. The search history is insane. It, I went... I tried to find the oldest one I could. September 18th, 2007. No way. Which might be when we started this Google account. I mean, it, <laughs> that's fucking old. That's a long history. Is there a way to turn that off? I don't know. There's got to be in the I, I see you can remove items. So I guess there's, there's got to be a way to disable it. I'm surprised it hasn't come up in court yet. I'm sure maybe it has a search history of whatever hasn't come up in court. <laughs> Not our court, Joel. This Not. is what I'm saying. Yeah, it's you, like we it's like we have analogy? to go. We have to go find a checkbox. We have to appeal to Google to not do. I'm slamming the table. I can't. I'm passionate. You have to appeal to Google and find a check. You have to be proactive and make it happen. It's not like Google has to ask you. Right. Yes, they're doing it. Like Facebook. So Google is taking our lawnmower. <laughs> my grass is long, and Google, Google is off taking it. our lawnmower. <laughs> it's like Facebook's Google. policy now is apparently, hey, check your privacy settings every couple of weeks because we're going to no, just be changing no, that's not, stuff at random. No, no, no. Yeah, we even made a comic about that a while back because, yeah. God. That was my subtle comic plug. I mean, nice. it's, it's just like now it's like it's a credit card. It's like, it's like Congress has to take act actions to like – regulate how credit card statements are. It's going to be like, it's eventually going to have to be the same thing with like online policies. You know, where it's just like, can I tell you something? Oh my God, this, this is fucking scary. Go for it. So like, I'm looking at searches here and it's not just my searches, by the way. It's any of you who are logged into YouTube, you know, using our account. It's saving your searches. I see that a few days ago, someone searched for Boxy, viewed a video result, paused for at least three seconds with no click. It has like detailed information about what you did when you clicked on these pages. I, that was probably me. I was showing... One of the guys here who Boxy was. They hadn't heard of Boxy. Mm-hmm. She was like a 4chan internet meme that just kind of took off. Yeah, but it's, it's fucked up that it tells you that you paused for a le- that length of time and that you didn't click, I guess, on the ad or whatever else was on there. Very interesting. You know what You know what spurned that is that you sent that hilarious Google alert that came from 4chan. <laughs> we have Google alerts like if somebody mentions Rooster Teeth, it shows up. Like, Well, I didn't see that. What was it? It was from 4chan, and it said, I really like the ending of Revelation. Uh, church had his happy ending, and if you haven't seen Revelation, I won't spoil it for you, the end of Red vs. Blue, and this happened and this happened. Uh, I really liked it. You know, for a bunch of Mac fags, those guys are either actually okay. <laughs> Thanks, 4chan. Thank you very much, 4chan. Then we will take our Mac fag compliment. <laughs> we will run with it. <clears throat> so we should probably start wrapping things up here. I know we got Symbol a lot going a, on here. Symbol is a fruit. He was just talking about stuff about regulating the way the credit card statements appear. Uh-huh. I want to say right now, I hate when stuff we all know is wrong, and there's just jackasses in the world that just do it. They're just going to do something the wrong way because they can, and because no one has explicitly said, you cannot do this. Like guys who light themselves on fire. Like, no, no. This is, I'm talking for gain, for personal gain, not for being a moron. The people who send solicitations that look like invoices or bills, oh, those no. people should die. They sh- those people should yeah. die. I think we got one of those this morning in our mailbox here. It, and it says real small, this is not a bill, this is uh-huh. a solicitation, right. but it looks like a freaking bill. 
Oh, well, it looks like it comes from the government? Yeah, I, you get, I get one. Like now, I'm, now that I'm a new homeowner, I get one that say, we'll file your home, you know, file your homestead exemption. Here's the form. Yep. Fill, you know, send us $40. It's like, you don't have to fucking do this. You know what else you're going to start getting too? Like notifications that make it seem it's Ill, you have to paint your street number on your oh, right. fucking... I've gotten those. Yeah. And it's like, and it's on like, your curb. <laughs> bullshit. And they'll do it for $20. Like, Otherwise, you'll go to jail. I've, I've gotten those. I don't even have a curb in front yeah. of my house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I know that's fake. <laughs> <laughs> and if you did, I'm sure it would have been destroyed by now. Yeah. How's your How's all your house stuff going? You got your plumbing all fixed? Yeah. It took the the, the, the replacing my sewer <laughs> pipe was a, was a half day job. They said we'll go in, we'll do this. The city will come out, take a look at it. It'll be fine. Well, you you knew. Yeah. Fifteen days. <laughs> Whoa. That's not bad. It took fifteen days. So multiple of fifteen it. on the original estimate. That's how not bad. Multiple of thirty. Multiple of thirty. On the, the, best, the best was that it took them tw- it took them an hour to dig the hole. Uh, the size of like a, a fucking meteor hit in your front yard, and it was there for half a month. Yeah, it was there hole. for fifteen days. It was like a giant pile of dirt next to it. And a, then we had a monsoon. A huge hole. Filled, you had like a swimming pool in your front yard for a long time. I would drive by your house all the time, and just <laughs> laugh and laugh and laugh. I go out of my way to drive by your house so that I could see that hole. It sucked, but it was uh, yeah, awesome. there's, there's, there's nothing going on currently. I'm, knock on wood or something. The only thing that the only thing that's a, that I haven't replaced, I think, at this point, is the chimney. So I'm waiting for that to fall. Wow! T- come on, dude. Don't say that. It's gonna. Phone's about to ring. It's gonna fall on my fucking roof. <laughs> so the uh, maybe it'll kill me while I'm asleep. Save me the fucking misery. <laughs> the, fi- the fifteen days. How many of the fifteen days would you say they worked? Were One. they out there solid? One. I mean, right. it, it was. It was. It wasn't the plumber's fault. He kept trying to get the city to come out and. Close the permit. It's like dealing with the Borg, right? Where you can't pinpoint it down to like one guy or blame one guy. Yeah. It's always just this or it's that or yeah. some process or whatever, which is that's like, got to be the oh, most frustrating the, thing. The permit guy won't come out today because it's cloudy. It's, like the, it's like the podcast. Whoever's not there, it's their fault. Yeah. And they did something stupid. So just how many, to wait. How many permits did you have to end up getting to do that? Which, by the way, typically requires no permit no, whatsoever. No, that, that should require one. One I permit. Think I took four. Dear Lord, and why was it for? Um, one, I had to close an old permit that was still open. Two, the actual permit I needed. Three, a special permit to connect the new pipe to the old pipe because four, the, my pipe ran under my neighbor's fence. Okay, this is <laughs> this is like this is why I don't want to buy a house. Don't I just do it. Don't, don't do it. I don't, don't, do don't, don't want to do it. Don't do it. We've come full and, circle. Don't buy it. Just no, no. Just Luckily, I didn't have to. I only, I only had to do one of those permits. The plumber took care of the rest of them. Thank God. Take take your house money. Put it into AAPL. <laughs> or AMZN. I have a new philosophy or CRM. about that. Like people are talking about taxes now. I say don't don't own a house and let's not have taxes on income. Let's tax money that you have, like you save at the end of the year. So let's just tax wealth, essentially, accumulated wealth. That way everybody just spends all their money all the time. That's the <laughs> only way to keep the system going at this point. Just everybody constantly spending. Wow. That is actually <laughs> that that is the opposite of Japan. That would be like that would keep like had Japan done that twenty years ago, they would have been no problem, no recession for them. I mean, why do we need investment if everybody's constantly spending their money? Then it really is a free market. You don't like, need to invest because you – I mean it's like you just open a like store. Like the, gov- the government – Can I get rid of this money? Government <laughs> comes up to your house. They're like, have you spent your daily allotment this month on – let's see your crap. Let's go. Where's your new did, big did, screen did, TV? Did, did you buy a new iPhone? Hmm. <laughs> everybody would have had jobs because everybody would be spending money. Here we go. Why are we letting money just stagnate? Oh, I love it. I wonder if someone's ever like – 2016. Or none of the above. I wonder if anyone's actually ever like thought about that model. I've never heard that idea. That's crazy. I've never heard it either. <laughs> Why are we encouraging insane. people to keep their money? It's insane. Doesn't make any sense. That's how you end up with these big stagnated I love it. money. I love it. Exactly. So like vote force, for me. Force the economy then. Or vote for single flag CTF on hemorrhage. <laughs> All Thank right. Thank you. Let's get out of here.
Thanks for listening.